Hey there, we are back with another episode. If you see, you're going to catch so many different things from me again, from motherhood to life to time to marriage, a lot of different things. And I got me a great question yesterday that I actually wanted to talk about and answer because I get this a lot, especially me myself being in business as long as I have and people see me doing different things and then they'll go, okay, well, this is what I want to do. I see what you're doing and I want to do that and help me out and I want to be able to push myself forward. What do I do? And so I got a question yesterday um, that said, I have a health and wellness business and I also have a travel business and I'm looking to make six figures with these businesses. How do I blend them to push them forward? This is going to be great, going to be great, going to be great because um, I wanted to share some things with entrepreneurs about being able to push themselves to the next level. How do you start? How do you stay in the game? You know, how do you keep climbing that mountain? You know what? I've fallen. What's, what's, what's happening here? Well, I'll tell you this. The title of this one is called Pick a Lane for a Reason. And I want to make sure that I talk about what picking a lane actually means and then answer this question in great detail. So what I'm hearing right now is, is I have two loves. I have travel, I have health, I have two loves. And even if you have another thing that you do and you're trying to figure out what to do, put insert your two things there, you know, like, or three or four, whatever it is. Okay, so the beautiful thing about an entrepreneur I always tell people, becoming an entrepreneur is not because you don't want to be told what to do. I don't want to go to work and I want to just do this on my own. Eh, bad. Because guess what? You have to be able to govern your own self. So being an entrepreneur, if you don't like being told what to do, you don't like schedules, you don't like times, you're going to have a very difficult time running your business because you're going to need those skill sets to be able to run an effective business that pays you daily, weekly, monthly, where you don't have to go back to a structured position that is going to pay you in that format. So you need that skill. Okay, so definitely throw that underneath the bus if that's what you're thinking entrepreneurship is. It isn't. Entrepreneurship also, too, is a lot of testing, failing. You're sometimes sales and marketing. You, Your company, when you start, may just be one sole person, may then gravitate on up and be multiple people in the organization. Um, however... It really guys kind of depends. When you're first starting, you're gonna you're gonna fall. That's what I love to tell entrepreneurs. You're going to fall. Like people look on social media, they see all these different things, and they go, okay, well, I want the purse, I want the bag, I want the time, I want, you know, I want the um the trip. I want I want it all. Well, I'm gonna give you the real talk that says you're gonna fall. Like prepare yourself for the fact. When you start, you are an amateur. Everyone is in what you do. You're an amateur. However, the more you keep testing and you keep trying and you keep pushing, you're going to become that expert. But you got to stay there and stay in that fire long enough to make that happen. So when I see questions like this, it's like, what do I want to do? I want to merge all these things. You know what? I got all these talents. That's great. Most entrepreneurs are so ingenious. They have so many different things in which they have going through their head that they want to do this. They want to do that. They want to do this. That is great. But I'll tell you, what you need to do when making those decisions is sit down and figure out what lane am I going to be in? 
See, it's not, don't base this on money. Well, I'm choosing this because I want to make a whole bunch of money. Because guess what? If you start chasing that, you're not going to make a whole bunch of money. You're going to be very, very frustrated because those who make a lot of money love what they do. They really are helping other people. It doesn't matter the days that they fall and they bump their head. It's still difficult. But guess what? I can stay in this game because I like helping people. Or I really love what this does to benefit me. Or how it's really growing me as a person. Like, I love this. And I love, you know what? I can sit here and I can write these perspectives. I can do these additional things because I love it. And then there's portions in here that I don't love. But because I love it so much, I can stay in the game. That's what's going to get you to the income, not juggling multiple things. Because when you decide you want to do something, you have to sit down and figure out where can I stay when I fall? Because you're going to fall. So uh, if you're a person that's listening and you're in the hair industry, do you love it that much? If you're somebody who's in the wellness industry, do you do you just wake up in the morning and start thinking about the additional things to put in your body? Like, and you just love that specific portion. Are you somebody who loves to get on a plane and travel? What is it that you love and you would do regardless because you're gonna stay in the game a lot longer when you love it? Once you figure that out, you have to pick one lane. You got to pick what you want to do. Let me tell you why. Because people who are going to follow you and come into your business or also to customers, they got to see you in a light that shows them that you can be successful at something and complete it. Therefore, then they'll start to trust you. So I know I have people that follow me that sometimes are in direct sales as well as entrepreneurs that stand alone. Well, when your customer comes on out and sees you and maybe you're showing them this specific thing in your product and they're going, oh my God, that's great. Well, most people make a decision in their businesses between the fifth and the 12th time. So the more that they constantly seeing you posting that product, sharing that product, talking about that product, being a product of the product, whatever it is, whatever it is, the more they constantly see that, then they start to make a choice and say, hey, you know what? This person is always talking about grapes. I was talking about grapes. Oh my God. And now they're showing me how to extract grapes and where they come from. They know so much in this specific area. I now can start to trust this person. And as they kind of come into your world, because they've seen you being so consistent in this specific area, now they want to do business with you because now in their mind, you're the expert, even if you just learned it all week. You just learned it. You did it in the past couple months. You just say here, but you become the expert to them. And so they want to work with you or say, for instance, you're now looking for employees or if you're in direct sales, you're looking for additional team members. Well, when they see you, you're pushing in one specific area. They're like, oh, I believe I can make income with this person because I can follow that consistent plan that they're doing. I can become their employee because of what they're doing. And then they want to see you be successful at it. Now, success is different for different people. It doesn't mean top of the company, six figure, seven figure, billion figure. It doesn't mean that. It just means you have some proven records of success. When people start to see you're proven in a specific area, then they put you into the expert category. You will find you're going to see a lot of people starting to come to you. It takes time. So I tell every entrepreneur, be patient 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 
And I keep saying that because you're going to have highs and lows in business. And you got to find those ways to keep your muscle on up. But when you have picked a lane and you want to become an expert in that lane, you're going to have a higher success turn turnover. Now, if you are somebody who, like people say, well, okay, well, I want to refute that a little bit because I see somebody who's doing two and three things. I love to tell you, and they're doing them successfully. I would love to tell you, take a look a little deeper. What they are is an expert in a specific area. Someone knows them as an expert in a specific area. And so when they've branched off and decided to do an additional thing, they then will say, hey, you know what? I remember their track record starts to precede them. You know what? I know that they took this to this point. They did this. They did that. So if they decided to add this to their brand, I'm going to trust it. Because see, people don't buy products. They buy people. They buy track records of people. They buy honesty. They buy into that brand. I love for you to think about somebody who we know. Let's think about Oprah. When Oprah first decided to be an entrepreneur, Oprah started out into the media world. Oprah put a talk show. She really, she started interviewing different people. She heard her nose. She had to keep pushing. She had to keep going. And then she took that show to the top syndicated show. Top. And she stayed in that one individual place. And then she was able to branch off and do some other things. She's even into weight loss. Like she's in different things and they go, okay, well, that's what I want to do. But what people miss is the formula for success. She had to become an expert and pick a lane in one area. Become an expert. Gain influence. Let people see her. She can fall. She can get back up. Even investors. Investors want to know. People say, I want funding for my business. Well, they want to know if they're going to give you that funding. Are you you sticking into this for the long haul? What is your proven track record? What is that? Now, when most entrepreneurs start, they don't have that. Or if they're in two to five years, maybe you haven't done that yet and now you're looking at a new opportunity. Stop. This is my professional advice. Stop. Become an expert in that individual area. Then once you become that expert in that area, you have a track record. People can know you, you're you're influencing. They know you for something. They know you finish. They know you get proven sales results then you can add on. And usually most, um, it just depends. Some entrepreneurs decide to add on to their brand in a totally different infrastructure. They add on a new team to be able to do that. They add on a new team or in their parent brand, they add an extra branch. So maybe the mass branch is into wellness to give you an example. Now they've, they've done the work. They're the expert. And now they're into wellness, but hey, we're going to get you fit to travel. Oh, and now they want to add on the travel. Perfect. But if you are not the expert in the room, you will look like to consumers that you're just trying to make money. You just want either you can get it here or you can get it there. I don't know how to follow this person. And confused minds say no. Confused minds are going to say no. 
And so when you're out in this land, we have so many different platforms where you can push yourself. I tell every entrepreneur, be consistent. Get your messaging out. Never think that you're saying it over and over and over again. That's what you need to do to brand and give away information and let people know, oh my God, this person is becoming or is an expert in this individual area. So my advice to existing entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs, direct sales, pick your lane, pick your lane. I made a post on my social media that says, the moment you make a plan B, it becomes your plan A. And then somebody was like, well, what does, how does that mean? Like, how does that go on? And I was like, let me tell you how. Because you start a business and you put all of your resources and your funds into that business. Then you look up and you say, okay, I want to add this. Guess it immediately what you do. You're going to take your focus off of your plan A. You're going to put your resources in your plan B. And plan A starts dangling. And then what happens is, is then you look over at plan A and it's not doing very well. And then you go, maybe that's not good. Maybe that's not good for me. When all actuality, what's happening is all of your resources are in plan B. And then when plan B starts to look, eh, not really sure. You run back to plan A, which hasn't been watered. The fruit hasn't been watered. It's over there. It's dangling. And then now, well, maybe. And then sometimes people put spirituality. Maybe that's not what God wanted me to do. No, no, baby. You not focusing on where you want to go. So I love, I heard this saying, you got to give God something to bless. So if you haven't been planting those seeds and you're expecting the flowers to bloom, they can't. They won't because you haven't done enough work and you're spreading yourself thin. If you think about a piece of toast and if you like butter on toast, so I want you to give yourself a little visual right now. You like butter on toast. Imagine I gave you one cube of toast, uh, uh, one cube of butter. And you're going to take that butter and you're going to spread it over your one piece of toast, right? So we got this little cube here. And we're like spreading and spreading. And then we get to the end of that bread piece. And now we don't have enough. How do we cover the entire piece of bread with only one little cube? However, if we looked into maybe the upper left-hand area, the upper right-hand area of that same piece of bread and toast, and we say, you know what? I'm not going to focus on the rest of this. I like butter on my toast, so I'm going to butter just the left corner. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to be hearty in that specific area. And every time I get a piece of toast, I'm going to put that piece of butter on that left corner because I know I get a lot of it. That's the same in your business. Your business is going to need you as an entrepreneur. It is going to need you to be mentally focused. You're going to have to get your body together because there's going to be times you don't need to be sick as an entrepreneur. You got to pull that thing together. There's going to be people that are going to come against you that are not going to support you, that are not going to do what you want them to do. You're going to have people on your team that are not going to show up and you're going to be the only person there. And guess what? We're going to need 100% of you in that season. We're going to need 100% of you, sometimes 500% of you, sometimes 1,000% of you. Sometimes it just ain't a good dang on day. But if you're spread so thin and you're trying to get everything done, in your mind, nothing ever gets completed. And the reason why is because you have not picked a lane. I tell people you can't be the jack of all trades and the master of nothing. Master something. Stay in the game. 
It usually takes businesses their first two years to be able to make their profit back. And then usually you start to see that number diminish because people get into business and the first couple months or the first sign of trouble, they're running off to their plan B. They're running off. They haven't done enough. They haven't pushed enough. They haven't picked the lane and stayed in it to actually see themselves win. So you got to stay in that fire. You got to know how to turn that business over. Because if you pick up a plan B and you haven't learned it in your plan A, your focus, your plan, your focus, that's your plan A. And now you got a plan B and now you're putting them both together. You'll get confused thinking that this doesn't work. But it does. It's just totally how you're thinking of it. It's not the proper thought process for how you're actually going to finish the task. So the title of this was Pick a Lane. What's your lane? How do I find tra- how do I find my lane? Like what what does that even mean? I have so many different things I could do. Well, here is a good thing. I said this in the beginning. What is that thing that you could just do? You are so you are so poured into. Is it a service that you're like, I really, I'll tell you, when I first got into um, hair, what kept me in the hair game was I love to see a woman's face at the end of the service. Like me making her smile, her telling me, oh my God, you boosted my confidence was everything. So even there were the days that I wasn't making what I want to, and I've always shared with people, I remember the week that I made $3 at the end, crying, snot nose, having to move back home. But I couldn't stop because I like to see her smile. I just, I wanted to make her feel happy. I knew that if she could feel good about herself, man, what type of day would she have at work? If that's what happened, you know, like what type of mom would she be going home just feeling good about herself? How could she, you know, how would she feel when her husband walked through the door, her boyfriend walked through the door? How would she feel when she passed the mirror? Like, would she go, hey, <laughs> like, what would she do? That kept me in the game. Then also, too, I love the technical. There were additional things. I love the technical. I loved um, learning different cuts and colors. and I was just so into it. I could go to a class even when I had my last $200. I just had to put it towards it because I wanted to know more. I was so into it. I just really wanted to know more. And then there were days that I didn't make any money. And I remembered that $200 that I had to invest into myself. And then never did I ever think, ah, I shouldn't have done that because I could have paid for this because I was so into that one specific area that I knew it would pay off later if I just kept going, kept pushing. I remember when I first started extensions and people were majority into um, relaxers. And I remember somebody came over to me and they were like, hey, you're not putting your money into the right area. Like that doesn't make any sense. People don't want that. And in my mind, I was like, it doesn't matter what they want. I can pour into this. And so I went to work on that foundation. I was like, it has to be great. How, what is my stitching pattern going to be? How I'm going to perfect this thing to that is better than anything anybody else has out here. How am I going to do that? How am I going to perfect that thing? And I kept working and I kept working and I kept working. And to the point where I went on out to go get a patent, it didn't pass. And then I was like, nope, let me go work on it and working on it and work on it. Instead of saying, no, it's not working. Let me go do something else. I had to keep working and working and working and working in one area. And then eventually it passed. And guys, I went from making $24,400 a year up to doubling that into over 50,000 into 60, 125, opened my business and then went over a half a million dollars in sales. 
kept pushing and pushing and pushing in the same area, then pushed my business on off to seven figures in sales. How? One area. And as that one area started to grow, I put education into that one area. So now we got education in hair. Now we got product in hair. Now we got services. How can we make them in a specific space where they will feel amazing? Like, what is my target customer? What does she like? What does she want? Then I created the Matrix Experience, which was the area that she could get Wi-Fi. She can get snacks. She can get a wine bar. She can order directly to her station. It kept evolving in one area. Just taking it and forgetting about what everybody else was doing on social media. What was I doing to make sure I was better than yesterday? In one area. In one lane. And then when I walked up to there, I made a decision to add my other passion into my business, which was wellness. And I added that and it took off (laughs) within the first um, three months. I hit a leadership rank and then kept going to more another leadership rank. And then 11 months by no within within five months, I was five figures a month. And then within um, 11 months, I was an additional higher five figures a month in that business. And then people saw that end of that journey and they were like, oh, it's because she's an entrepreneur. No, I started on over and I had this thing already. I had credibility and credibility. People saw me move. They know she doesn't just getting into thing and then she's going to walk away and she's going to leave. No, if she has put her brand name behind that, it must mean something. And that's what caused that speed. So I asked you to yourself, Do you see yourself in the story? Do you see yourself in some of the things that you're putting together? Do you need some hard knock talk that says, listen, girl, you're going to have to start something and finish it. You're going to have to start something and finish it or sir. Do you see yourself? That's my answer for you. You got to pick a lane. You got to pick a lane. Sit down and figure out what's important to you. What could you do regardless of? Where is your heart? Where is your passion? No one wants to come after the person that's always starting and stopping things. That's that real talk. If you always pick up something and you drop it, and you pick up something and you drop it, well, people aren't supporting you because they know it's only a matter of time before you leave this too. And then they could potentially be left high and dry off something they like. So what they're going to do is watch you from afar because in their mind, that's not stable. In an investor's mind, that's not stable. In a business support uh, partner's mind, that's not stable. In a customer's mind, you're not stable. And that's that thing that I just, I like, I I wish somebody would just say it. And then I said to myself, well, why don't you say it? You know, exactly. You've been through this. You're almost at 21 years of being an entrepreneur and controlling your own income in your home. And how, how did you do that? How did you do it? Go share it. Go push it to the next person. And that's why this podcast actually exists. It's existing to give you those real conversations that you need to be able to hear. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're hearing this, I truly hope this has met you in an amazing space. I truly hope it has affected you and you're like, man. And then also too, can each one teach one? If you know another entrepreneur that you're like, girl, you, girl, guy, my dude. You need to listen to this. Help them too. So thanks so much for tuning on in. I can't wait. Y'all always can't wait.
to the next episode.